Hi guys. So I'll do this last podcast on book reviews for now. Um, so this was another of my favorite authors in 2019 and now 2020, Brianna Weist. She's um, pretty amazing. Uh, her first book was The Truth About Everything, a small book, which is basically um, a small version of my favorite book of hers, which is 101 Essays That Will Change the Way You Think. She's an incredible writer that really taps into um, ask you to challenge what you think about and take a spiritual journey through your life and also to make an assessment to start to understand that life is a beautiful morphing and that you can always change and adapt and that the way you think is not wrong or right but here's a few food for thought and that's one of the things I love about her is the food for thought. In her at chapter 33, how to stop worrying about your life looks and to start focusing on how it feels. So it basically talks about everything us humans would love to talk about and all of the stigmas and untruths and makes it uh, not overwhelming, makes it so that you can decrease your anxiety, makes it so that you can see it's not needing to be stigmatized. And here's a small snippet from this chapter. Count how many times you've really been happy after you got something you thought you wanted. What happened after you got the relationship you were lusting after? What happened after you got the job? What happened when you made money? Chances are things were different, but proportionately good and bad. Make a list of all the imperfect people you've known in your life, who've had love, who have had romantic partners, best friends, jobs you could ever dream of. Make a list of all the people who are conventionally unattractive and spiritually adrift and imperfect. All the things each one of them have, despite being that way, make it your own personal proof that you do not need to be perfect to be good enough. Ask yourself what you'd do if social media was no object and nobody would know. What would you do this Saturday? What would you do tonight? What would your career goals be? Who would you hang out with? Where would you live if you weren't silently policing yourself? Ask yourself what you'd do if money were no object and you could do anything. This is a classic exercise that many people dismiss because of how impractical it is. Unfortunately, these people aren't thinking enough, deeply enough, to understand the real point. It's not to discover that you'd actually do it if you didn't have to worry about money. That's not our reality. It's about the essence of what you do and how you can incorporate it into your current job, current life current way of being and this is what really really I loved about this was so many of the exercises that I've read like this you know what if you didn't have to worry about money I mean most of us do have to worry about money it just seems like such a pointless exercise but she makes you realize what the point of the exercise is how it helps you to incorporate yourself back into the daily lives without all of the limitations you set so you're not imprisoning yourself as much as you think. It talks about why you should thank people who have hurt you, what benefits they give. So difficult relationships often push us to change our behavior. And I know through the relationships that haven't worked for me, um, that I, and even parental relationships that I've had to learn, I've had to grow, and I've had to see the things that were no longer working so I could manage these relationships and also have a much more sound life. You also get to learn from difficult people that 
hurt you um, so many other things. When you come across them, you don't come across them accidentally. They come to teach you something. So often we have repetitive lessons in our lives and we feel like we're cursed. But these repetitive lessons or difficult people are here so we can learn from them. And the same as repetitive triggers, they are teaching us to understand that it's not about what's on the outside, but what's on the inside. And the energy that it's creating is an energy that we potentially felt when we were younger, triggered by some other event or experience with a person, place or thing. And we need to look there to understand that they've just given us a gift to unravel the layers that we've created and the masks to hide this and then to acknowledge it and to accept it and to heal it so we can move forward with no longer being triggered by it. So pretty much everything difficult in your life and everything that's good in your life that we often forget to be grateful for, this book tends to bring a positive and practical light to it. In chapter 39, 12 signs, the only problem with your life is that you think about it more than you live it. And I love this one because so many of us are complaining that we are not good enough in our lives, that our lives are shitty. Anxiety is usually bred out of inaction. We were born to actualize our potential, not just analyze it. Binge thinking is what happens when introspection becomes a means of avoiding a problem. Critically evaluating your life is supposed to facilitate living it, not the other way around. And so often what we do is we end up stop living our lives and continually analyzing and not moving forward. And we forget that our goals are perfect outcomes, not perfect actions. You're more in love with the ideas of the goals, which is why you get the anxiety, than you are with the process of it. So what it actually kind of breaks down the understanding of how we've created these foods for thoughts has made our life limiting and not good enough when actually it's very good. For example, all of us are talking about you are or we are always busy. We are never productive enough. It seems like there's not enough hours, we can't get things done and we're always frazzled. But it's actually just our, our body's ability to... Be stressed and frazzled. Your brain as though you're potentially in the middle of a high-intensity task that never sees completion. And this is a really great reminder to see how we as our minds are operating and how we create that stress and how we create those to-do lists and how often those to-do lists also give us purpose and meaning. So on top of that stress and anxiety, we have this positive where we realize if we were sitting doing nothing, we wouldn't have purpose and meaning and drive. So at the same time, it gives you that food for thought to understand how there's a positive to everything that exists. One of the things I also like is it talks about passion and I love that it talks about passion. So take 150k in loans and study something you love for five plus years but not be able to move out, travel, get married, have kids or work. A job actually like becomes your drowning endeavor for the next 30 years. That's what passion does. Marry the person you're consumed by whose neglect and abuse fuels you in its recreation of your childhood issues. Be so torn apart when they leave you that you are convinced yourself that they are the only one for you. However, could you ever be so broken over anything but true love? Base your relationships on how far from reality you stretch when you're together. Lose friends and work on a sense of self. That's what passion does. 
Or rather, that's what passion does when it's not married to logic. And this is what I love. A lot of us have said we can do anything, but we also have to have a twofold effect, which is logic. And a lot of people can say you can do your dreams, but we need a twofold effect, dreaming and working on it. So she reminds us of that twofold effect. Everything has its, um, some people say consequences, some people say, you know, give and take. Everything has that little bit. It's never a one way up. That's what unbridled feelings would do when they aren't stopped by thought and understanding. That's what happens when you believe your emotions rather than questioning the origin. It's what happens when you try to avoid the inevitable suffering of human condition with surge of emotions and you think will be an antidote. Passion is the easy way to cut the corner, the half-assed route to the life you want to live. As with all things in passion is born of, it can only sustain an idea, not a reality. It's doing, not thinking about doing that creates a life and well-lived. And that's what many of us don't understand, particularly with this social media, is we don't understand that we have to not only think about it, but do it. So, so many of us are complaining and judging. But to be the change, it's not about continually talking about it. It's about actually acting upon it. So if we don't want people to complain and judge in our lives, we have to stop doing it. If we really want to feel happy or peaceful, we have to start meditating. We have to start choosing our positive thoughts even though we have negative. Nobody ever got anything from wanting it badly enough. And that is the most stress of all, being passionate as a qualifying factor when at the end of the day, the person who gets the job is the one who is the most technically capable more often than not. It's not the right one or the right time all the time. Things can come into place, but often people focus and communicate how badly they want something to suffice the actual reason they aren't right or qualified. So we need to understand that there's so many things in our lives that we utilize in everyday lives that only have one spectrum given to us in learning. And this 101 essays that will change the way will make you think about passion, but logically enough to help passion be put into your life, activated and create magic rather than just a thought. It'll help you to understand how difficult situations and people are actually beneficial, how your life isn't that bad at all how so many other things are possible to be thought with a proactive and helpful approach, how to 101 things are more worth it thinking about whatever's consuming you, the way it will feel to have the life you want. So instead of just thinking about it, what will you do with your weekends to color the sheets, to color your life, to create the magic that you really want? The parts of yourself that you need to work on, not because someone else doesn't love you, but because you don't. So it really puts it back into perspective and most importantly, takes the victim out of us to become our own heroes in our own lives. So I highly recommend this one, 101 Essays That Will Change the Way You Think by Brianna Weist. And also I highly recommend any of her books, any of her books that she has written. You will definitely not be disappointed. She is an amazing writer um, and every book that I've picked up, I have just being in awe and have learned and grown so much from her. So I thank you for your time and I wish you a beautiful day.